What's up, guys? Welcome back to Always Two There Are, a Star Wars discussion podcast. I am Josiah, here with my co-host, Steven. Hey, guys. And also, Brandon, joining us again for part two of Beginner's Guide to Star Wars. Brandon, how's it going, buddy? I am doing just peachy. You looking forward to it? I am... Definitely looking forward to it. I don't feel like you guys are. So when I say <laughs> when I say we're back for part two, I mean we are jumping back into our conversation from last week that was cut short. Uh, we recorded a little long last week, which is great. That's just more content for you guys. Um, this week we'll be jumping back into the we had Thing just finished. We had just, hate. We we had just, just finished talking about, about Kylo, Kylo and the, the kiss of death. And I think at some point in that conversation, Brandon had started the question and then like, yeah, so Josiah hated this question. Um, and I did event, uh, initially, but uh, I think I was proven wrong pretty steadily. Anyway, uh, we're going to jump right back into it. Anything else before we hit the intro music? Nope. Cool. Dun, dun, dun. Let's get right into it then. Anyway, um, you were you were saying that I hated a question. Uh, yeah, I want to hear so it. So on this screen, the... oh god, on screen, I do hate this question. Dark side users tend to use more than one lightsaber. Okay, where, so... whereas yes, I understand that Ahsoka uses keep going two lightsabers in Clone Wars, but you don't see it very often that light side users Jedi will use more than one lightsaber. So it has nothing to do with light or dark side. It fully ha- has to do with just the way that they did character design for the movies and shows. Because Ayala Secura uses two lightsabers. Uh, Soka uses two lightsabers. Pong Krell uses two lightsabers. Um, he actually uses four. It's technically two double-bladed lightsabers. Any other light side users in in the movies and TV shows that use two lightsabers? Obi-Wan and Anakin Mm-mm. on occasion will do it. They they know They all how... have the training. They, they all have that yeah, training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but get that. some of them it it's kinda like in D and D. You don't have a lot of characters that uh that main two weapon fighting because it's not quite as efficient as being just all out good in but one. There right? is there is actually an in an in universe reason. Yeah, hold on. So first of all, before we get into in universe can uh EU, all of that, on screen shows shows and movies, you have Ventress, dual wields, lightsabers. what other dark side users wield light dual wield? As a as as a part of their character. Palpatine can and does at points dual wield, but it, he is not a dual wielder in terms of his combat. He actually is. What? Palpatine is a dual wielder. Um, he didn't use both blades with the in his person private chamber scene because mm-hmm. he he wanted to he he wanted to kind of really rub it into the Jedi that he is that much more okay. powerful than them. So even then, even then, that's still two and two with Pong Krell sitting in the middle. Um, now, as far as double-bladed lightsabers, Pong Krell and Darth Maul are the only ones that we know on screen, correct? Savage, 
Press, not considered. Savage Press, Darth Maul, Pong Krell. Jedi Knights. And the Temple Guardians. Yeah, there Those Those are more unique double-bladed Those are more like light batons. Yeah, because they are much shorter blades. Yeah. So, um, and they are not combat-focused. They almost... From my understanding, they almost never leave the the Jedi Temple. Mm-hmm. On they are they are they're not counselors. They're sentinels. Sentinels. There we go. But they almost never leave the temple unless they are doing something like escorting yeah. a prisoner to trial or something like that. Anyway, um, so yeah, there's so what is the in in canon reason? Uh, Double bladed lightsabers and dual wielding are more aggressive forms of lightsaber combat. Which the Sith naturally are gravitating towards, whereas single-bladed lightsaber forms are more defensive; they're less aggressive at, the, at least. And so, the Jedi naturally gravitate towards single-bladed use. Well, then, then why does Mace Windu not use double-bladed lightsabers or two lightsabers? I don't know if you need two lightsabers when you're using vapid form. That's true. Then why does Ahsoka? Uh, she, well, I, I, I wouldn't call this... her aggressive. I would call her reckless. Yes. And maybe that's why her design has two lightsabers is because they're lightsabers and it's easy to be reckless with a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. So it could just be a visual part of her design to be like, she's a little more reckless. So Starkiller makes a lot of sense. He's very reckless. But also, and also very aggressive. Yes, but he's also... <laughs> Even when he's a Jedi. He's also just like, I'm going to blow up. Like, oh, the door's not working. Ba-boom. I'll, I'll just tear it down Whoa. rather than open the panel and hotwire it. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Because it's more fun. <laughs> and it's a video game. And yes. Starkiller's the best Star Wars character. I I am giving Josiah a look. I'm sorry. I, In my opinion, he is up there as one of the better Star Wars characters. Okay. He's good. I wouldn't call him up there, though. Top 10 off the top of your head. Palpatine, Vader, Ahsoka, uh, Revan, uh, The Exile, mm, Kreia. Oh, Kreia is probably number one or number two. Um, You've got Carthonassi. You have... Han Solo, um, Lando, and then you've probably got someone like Exar Kun or Marco Ragnos, one of the ancient, ancient Sith Lords. Yeah, so mine would be a much more basic list that we're not going to get into today. I really hope that got picked up. Oh, it did. Okay. Just enough. Anyway. It's essentially using two weapons. Or double-bladed weapons is more aggressive, which the Sith prefer. Gotcha. All right, so now we're going to move into colors of lightsabers. This is one that I can I can kind of based on based on Kotor almost exclusively. I can I can input here. Do it. So uh, let's start with purple. Mace Windu has a purple lightsaber because Samuel L. Jackson wanted a purple lightsaber. Do you know why he wanted a purple one? What? Because 
of the particular scene when the Jedi gets surrounded by droids and Geonosians. He's like, there are going to be so many green and blue sabers on screen. I want one that will make my character stand out on screen so people know where I am. So growing up, I had a toy lightsaber. It was um, the hilt of Obi-Wan's first lightsaber. Nice. With a purple blade. And it always drove me nuts, even when I was like seven. Uh, anyway, and then, so moving into uh, blue, green, and yellow are the main Jedi colors. Blue is for Jedi Guardians. Um, these are people who are uh, have a heavier focus on lightsaber combat. And these are going to be the people that are more uh, focused on just like the like battle techniques, etc., these are the warriors of the Jedi Order. Um, green is for Jedi Counselors. These are people like Yoda and Kit Fisto. Oh my God, Kit Fisto, love them. Um, and these are people that are like mechanically are more focused on their like force abilities, but also they are more focused on the um, the not political kind of the the political side of the Jedi Order. The, these are the people that are a lot more focused on like the training of new students, um, the the younglings, the younglings, yeah, all of that. They are these are the people that are they're likely going to find a way to find a diplomatic solution to a problem rather than an uh, combat oriented one. And then you have Jedi Sentinels, which have the yellow blade, and these are people who, in addition to their force and lightsaber training, they also um, make sure to be very proficient in skills akin to an average person, right? So these, this is why uh, Ray has a yellow lightsaber is because she is a scavenger first, and so she has those skills built up um, in like the quote unquote real world. And so when she does take up the force and lightsaber combat and all of those things, it's all filtered through that. Uh, mindset of she is this she was a scavenger first yeah, yeah right and so and then like the sentinels are the same way um they're more down to earth exactly exactly so, jedi so then my question is why why would obi-wan kenobi have a blue lightsaber instead of a green one because i would say he's more of a i almost want to say philosophical <laughs> And he's goes very philosophical, he is, but he's but also, not 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 as much as Qui Gon. That's true. Not as much. He, but Obi Wan, while being philosophical, he tends to enjoy direct action. He is he is first and foremost a warrior. Yes. He 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 can he has the skills to find a diplomatic solution, but he is a warrior first and foremost. Yeah. There's a well, reason they send him to take down General Grievous. There's a reason he's the one that defeated Darth Maul and not Qui Gon. He is a warrior. Qui-Gon was the diplomat. Obi-Wan was... Because, like, Qui-Gon throughout the entire Phantom Menace is telling Obi-Wan, like, hey, chill, we'll find a diplomatic solution. And Obi-Wan's always wanting to, like, jump right into, yeah. like, murking some... Nemoidians. Yeah. Yeah, because in episode one, Obi-Wan was just like, why are we doing this? Exactly. We, we should just skip this whole step. And Qui-Gon was like, be patient. So then, just in the Clone Wars speaking, it's just more extreme as Anakin being more of a warrior, but him, Obi-Wan being him, trying to encourage him to make more diplomatic decisions. Mm -hmm. yeah. So this, is, this would be a, uh, this would be a case of like they put 
Uh, no, they didn't put Anakin with Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan took him on. Um, but Obi-Wan has the the mindset and the experience and the capabilities as a warrior to relate to Anakin, who is basically full-blown warrior. He yeah. is he is proficient in the Force when it comes to Force combat. He is not uh, he's not wise in basically any way, shape, or form. Um, but Obi-Wan, because he has that warrior side, like he has that ability to relate to Anakin and therefore also teach him the diplomatic side, right? Yeah. But even like, yeah, when you look at Obi-Wan Kenobi as a character, you see him like he is like a warrior first and foremost. Um, and then red. So there's two, there's two different explanations for red lightsabers. Um, the first is in old canon EU before Disney took over. This is that red lightsabers are formed from synthetic kyber crystals. And this was the Sith were, I actually don't know the reason why, but they were creating their own synthetic kyber crystals. Uh, they're not kyber at this point. Oh, yeah. Synthetic just, lightsaber crystals. They're just lightsaber crystals. Um, why were they creating their own instead of just using their old lightsabers? Part of it is because the Jedi use natural crystals. And so the Sith want to pervert that because the lightsaber is so central yeah. as a symbol. Um, I think part of it would also be just like the color palette kind of subconsciously like Probably. blue green yellow are all cool oh no yellow is a warm color blues and greens and purples they are cool colors more calming and then red red, does... red is an aggr- is specifically is the color of blood it's the color of passion it is an aggressive it's color also the color of anger yeah. um so there's that but and the reason they're actually red the, the reason why being synthetic makes them red is when creating a synthetic crystal that is structurally sturdy enough to actually create and hold a lightsaber beam that is what makes it red if if you were to make a synthetic crystal of a different color it wouldn't be able to hold up and maintain a beam it would crack and break so when you get to that point where the crystal can actually sustain the beam then it's red um and then the the new canon explanation this is post disney um, the new canon explanation is that when a Jedi turns to the dark side, they then take their kyber crystal and they corrupt it with uh, dark side force, dark side energy, whatever. Um, and Usually acts, atro- atrocious acts. Yeah, and so they're corrupting their kyber crystal, um, and that's what makes it red. And it's called, and this is so stupid, I cannot, it's called bleeding their crystal. Anyway, um, this is in canon the reason that kylo ren's red saber is so un unstable is because he was not able to fully corrupt it because he never fully went to the dark side i also think there it's also a physically cracked crystal yeah because he was not because i i because it was not able to fully corrupt it there was that inner battle in Mm. his being and also his crystal because they're connected and what i don't like about i think what i don't like about it is that it it seems to give the crystals a life of their own which I don't know something about that just doesn't jive with me because then it's not I guess it takes some of the focus away from the Jedi 
I think that's that's valid, but it's that's not entirely Disney canon because in the Clone Wars we see Ahsoka take younglings to the Kyber uh, caves, and they like like the you like the whole point of like the your crystal will find you and all of that. Um, yeah. So I you know and that's a you're attuned to a particular crystal. Yeah. Um, and then it's of a particular color. Have you played Jedi Fallen Order? I've never played any of the games. Oh God! You, Again, of them this is a good. beginner's guide. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is valid. This. this is valid. He's seen the movies and a few of the TV shows. Yeah, Fallen Order is so good. Yeah, and then you have other crystal colors. So you have red, blue, green, yellow are the main ones. Then you have others that are just very rare natural colors, and that's purple, cyan, vermilion. Uh, orange, s- silver, orange. There isn't a white blade, uh, but Ahsoka's blades are white in Rebels, and this goes into Disney's canon because she purified, bleded, red crystals. She purified bleded. corrupted crystals. Okay. So she stole. That's why in um, when you see her in Rebels, her lightsaber hilts are different than the ones you see in Clone Wars, is because she steals. Um, in the Disney canon, she steals the lightsabers off an Inquisitor and purifies the crystals to make them white. Yes. Gotcha. But that I, I want to know where she got her hilts, though. It's from the Inquisitor. But all Inquisitors have the same little spinny disc hilt. Maybe she... I don't know. They're also... Helicopter <laughs> lightsabers that make them fly. Is that gotta sell those toys, man. Yeah, gotta What's sell up? the toys. That, is that not dual, dual wielding? No, because a, a double blade is not the same as dual wielding. Yeah. It is... So hold on. Where where are the kyber crystals stored in it, one of those Inquisitor... In the middle, in the hilt. Somewhere in the, in the hilt. hilt. Same as... So, okay. So Usually in, it's, in, in the, it's towards the center of the hilt. In, a, in canon, um, EU, Disney, or otherwise, does a double-bladed lightsaber require two crystals? Yes. Cool. I so then, curious. would that not make it two separate? In the Inquisitors, I don't know because it is it in in terms of this isn't Star Wars. This is in terms of a weaponry, a two separate blades joined at the hilts to make a double blade is now a, it is now a different weapon. It's the same two weapons, right? So it is in in terms of like matter, it is the same substance. But it is now a completely different weapon that requires yes. a completely different style of fighting um, and style of training. It so is a most, it is a new weapon. Most double bladed sabers cannot disassemble into two single blades. Is there anyone Some that can? Asajj. Oh right, right, right. Asajj Ventress's blades. I forgot that she doubles. Yeah, she. They are just. She built them to. Yeah, to yeah, do yeah. That. Um, but there are a few that are designed to. To break apart like that but most don't uh but each emitter needs its own yeah crisp its own yeah. color crystal that's why you have to if you want a double-bladed lightsaber from saber forge you have to buy two but generally you can make them join at the at the pommel which is nice all right what's your next question what do you got for us so we were talking about how there are different force abilities but I had a question come up not too long ago of what is the most powerful force ability known? Mm. I don't know if 
Because in, the power is not held in the ability itself, but the power of the force behind it. I don't know that any an extent. I don't know that any one now there are abilities in, that require more powerful force users, but I don't think that okay. makes those abilities themselves first, more powerful. First Are you talking all of Star Wars Mythos? Or just the Make sure you're facing the button. Just the screen. Screen as in like T V movie screens. Let's let's do both. Start like, start with the movies okay. and TV shows and then go into the deep So so we've done most of the episode. Probably the most powerful on TV in the movies is probably uh, Force Lightning and its counterpart, which I cannot remember the name of right now. I think I would put Force Heal up there. Maybe. but uh, We've only seen powerful people use it, and it is a, in terms of practicality, it is a very powerful ability. Uh, yes, practicality. It's a very powerful. It means you don't have to spend all that money on med packs. Yes. Um, oh gosh, what's I can't. It's it's what Yoda uses to absorb force lightning with his hands. It's uh, it's called force lightning redirection, and actually, Yoda learned it by watching the Waterbenders. No, nope. um, <laughs> I don't think that's canon. <laughs> that and, is and absolutely that. canon. Uh, Yoda is Uncle Iroh. Don't you didn't, didn't you see the Ace uh, Windu is didn't you see Zuko. the Aang cameo in the Senate? He's sitting there with the rest of the gang, and Appa's is what's holding are you up. A, are you a Avatar guy? Oh yeah, really? Okay, we. Yeah, dude, I grew up with Avatar. I grew up with Avatar. I did not know this. This has not come up at all. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no. I think we've talked about this once. I have oh, the. Uh, I have the. I pre-ordered the TTRPG, so I'll run, when I run a game, I'll let you know. Anyway, um, what's your next question? Oh no, because the, then there was the other half of it. In there the was EU. the other half of the EU. So how did it, yeah. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and go ahead and ask Probably force drain. Oh uh, yeah. It's like force heal, but evil. Yes, force drain basically absorbs the life force it, it, it absorbs the like living Leech force from pokemon yes it, essentially it it drains the living force out of a living thing and, and transfers it... it to the user of the ability um there have been sith darth nihilus and darth vitiate they did this on a planetary scale where they mm. were basically living Death Stars. What? Yes. Darth Nihilus walks over. You'll get to it in Coder 2. This is just oh, backstory. thank you. Thank you for yeah. that spoiler. Is just, this is just Son backstory. Spoiler it's not alert. actually in the game. Uh, Darth Nihilus, he is a wound in the Force, essentially, and the only satisfaction he can get is by eating the Force. So he just goes from planet to planet. Chow, chow. He just goes planet to planet, um, sits nom, in nom. orbit, and is just like, and eats the planet, basically. So he's Galactus. Yeah. He but is actually, smaller. he is so evil and so corrupt and so wounded in the Force that simply being in his presence slowly kills you. Because so he, in D &D terms, a, he, has an he aura. is a black hole in the Force. That's freaking sick, dude. Yeah, just... By being near him, your your living force is slowly drained until you die. 
That's wild, dude. And, yes. And then you have Darth Vishit, who he used a he created a ritual, basically in D and D terms, level twelve magic. Uh, that required a thousand dark mages to cast. And in this case, he lured a thousand Sith Lords to his home planet of Nathema and got them to participate in this ritual. They didn't know what was going to happen. They didn't know they were sacrifices. So he used them to complete the ritual, which drained them and every living thing down to every bacteria of the living force. And he absorbed it into himself and gave himself pseudo-immortality. No one can see my face, but I just, my jaw was dropped, and so we can hear you mouth breathing. So I would say force drain overall is probably the most like powerful. But like even every force ability can be upscaled to that kind of power. That's true. Um, Palpatine in the Dark Empire, the first Dark Empire series of comics, he uh, creates a force maelstrom that literally starts eating entire fleets out of planetary orbit. Imagine Anakin being able to force heal. Kills all the younglings, force heals, and then kills them again. Oh my <laughs> god, that's getting cut out. That's dark. That is really dark. That's what bleeds his lightsaber, kyber crystals, you know, whatever works. See, that's why I don't like the bleeding, actually. No, I mean, Darth Vader had a different lightsaber. He, he, he had a completely different hilt, didn't he? It's a new it, lightsaber. That's true. But he still used that lightsaber to murder not just younglings, but a bunch of Jedi in the temple. Yet it never turned red. Because when Luke's got it, it's not red. So what should have bled it didn't bleed it. And Well, is that what Ray once got, Luke... Right? Once didn't Luke's, Ray wield his blue lightsaber? Yeah, yeah. but and once still... Luke takes it, is it then still Anakin's lightsaber? And is that force energy still connected to... I think it's kind of like... But when you have your you leads. have your Apple yeah, account Luke and it's connected to, to your phone, unless you get a when you get a new phone, your Apple ID moves with right. you. So the the Kyber crystals are iPhones basically, and every Jedi is an Apple user. Whoa, okay. We all have an iCloud. But here's the thing: there's no cloud if for the Kyber crystals. What are we talking about? That kind of an atrocity would have blood the crystal. So when he went to go kill the leadership of the Confederacy. It would have been red, but it wasn't. It was blue. Furthermore, when Luke gets it, it, it he would have still had to have purified it the same way Ahsoka had to purify the stolen crystals from the the Inquisitors, which would mean that the lightsaber Luke first gets would have been a white blade, not a blue blade. And this is why the this is one of the big reasons why I don't like the bleeding. I'm sorry, Stephen. Are you saying that Disney canon doesn't fully match up with Lucas canon? I'm saying that Disney didn't do their homework and they just created what they thought sounded cool and what sells, you know. Anyway, what is your next question, Mister Brandon? Do you, do you think that we will ever see someone obtain a Kyber crystal in live action? That's right. You did. You wanted this question. This is, so my first reaction to this was, I don't think so. Solely because in the in the upcoming projects that we have announced from Star from Star Wars, we don't have any that would include except possibly acolyte. I was just gonna say acolyte. Possibly might. acolyte, but then 
even then, if that depends on whether or not it's this, it's like giving a full backstory on whoever this character is in Acolyte. Yeah, um, I don't know. As um, far as, but I, we've seen them in live action. We've seen a Kyber crystal in live action. We've seen someone like obtain one in the in, in the canon. We haven't seen someone obtain it, but they had it. Yeah, yeah. Is that but in, his question is: Are is we going to sequels? No, it's Jin Erso's necklace. His question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His question is: Are we going to see someone go through the process? Yeah, yeah, of, no. of obtaining one. I think the answer is no. I just don't think there's any reason for Disney to revisit that because it's already in Clone Wars. It's also in Fallen Order. It's also in Fallen Order. Um, yeah, it. It's it, a good question. It, is just, it in? Is it in Rebels? No. They'd never go to Ilum. And That's Disney's it. tried to really establish Ilum as the only source of kyber crystals. How does Ezra get his first one? Because I remember when he builds it. I do remember when he builds it. Um, also, I'd love to go deeper into the freaking uh, Darksaber. Is that what it's called? I know nothing about the Darksaber. Really. I know some about the Darksaber. Not a, not a lot. We'll save that till next time. So we, we can, do a little we can go into it a little bit. That's one that well, that's gonna be one that we have an episode on. Yeah, I know its significance, and I I know what you can learn from Rebels, uh, Mando, and Clone Wars. Yeah, but basically the same. I I think I've read a little bit more into it. I think you have because I I know that it's old. Mm-hmm. I know that it was created. At least a thousand years. Yeah, Tarvizla. Tarvizla created the dark saber as his. He was the first Mandalorian Jedi. He created the dark saber as his lightsaber. Um, and I don't know like a lot of the like lore behind it, but it's then been passed down generations, and whoever wields the dark saber is the ruler of Mandalore. So then, why is it not called? Or a... has the right? Has the is the rightful heir to the throne of Mandalore? Mandalore yeah. Or has the right to rule the Mandalorians? It's kind of convoluted once the Mandalorians separate into different sects and cults and stuff. So then why don't they call it a dark sword instead of a saber? Because, because it we... is a saber. It is. Okay, so the guy who created it was a Jedi. He he was a Jedi. He was the first Mandalorian Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his lightsaber, because the, the lightsabers essentially reflect the person who builds it. So the, the little Wookiee Padawan in or youngling at that point in Clone Wars, who went to the cave, he built his hilt out of the wood from a washer tree. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that's a that's a fun one. I, I love that episode. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, in short, I don't think we will, just because it's been done in Clone Wars and Fallen Order. Um, I still think we need a live-action one. Yeah, valid, but I just the question is, will we? And I, my answer is, I don't think so. So I think that's going to wrap it up for our main topic for the week. Uh, beginner's guide, uh, just questions, Q&A, pretty basic stuff. Uh, I think this is definitely something we'll revisit later. I think this is, we've made it through like half maybe of Brandon's questions um, with ones that we skipped and et cetera. So it's definitely something we'll revisit later. We'll have Brandon back on or maybe have somebody else. Because uh, we, we, have, we do have other people that – would this is off air we do have other people that would love to come on for the beginner's guide stuff okay um anyway uh but yeah i think that's all we does anyone have anybody else have anything else for the main topic this week 
I mean, I'm here to answer questions tonight. Now we're going to move on to This Week in KOTOR, which is going to be a pretty short section this week. I thought week. we weren't going to do that. I also thought that, but then I, I, I listened back to um, the last episode, and the last episode was when we talked about me getting arrested. I have gone a little past that. Um, so last episode we talked about how you got arrested, et cetera, and we stopped there. It's very, like I said, it's a short, short uh, segment this week. Um, I basically, I went back to the embassy and they just let me walk right in. There was no, like, no one standing at the, at the door, no one asking for a pass card. I literally just walked up to the door and it opened, no security. Yeah, once you unlock it, it stays unlocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, walked in, everyone I had killed was still dead, and so the only person I had to fight was the... Um, there was like one robot that I had run away from last time. So I ran in there, murked him because I had stocked up on grenades and med packs. Um, and then you like you get through like a final door and there's just a dark Jedi with two dark Jedi apprentices. And yeah. so killed all those guys. You got their lightsabers and robes? Got their lightsabers, got Did their you get robes. Any crystals? Uh, possibly. I mean, whatever is in the lightsabers because you can break them down. Um, once I don't you get into think, a workbench. I think the lightsabers only come with a color crystal. Probably. Uh, but they'll the dark Jedi that you'll encounter, they will also they'll have a lightsaber, but they'll also have like an augment crystal. Hmm. Cool. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I haven't been back to the ship yet to kind of look at everything I got because I know I got like I got a couple short blades, I got uh, some regular sabers. I don't think I got any double bladed. Um. But yeah, I got the I got a data pad. I'm pretty sure it's the one that the Republic needs. I'm, we're gonna find out because there was some puzzles in the Sith Embassy that I didn't do. Like there was like a force uh, force field like hollow wall that I did not oh, take you down. To, is that the one where? You, yeah, because it's on Manon, so it's the one where you have to like don't manipulate the water levels. Oh yeah, I did go through that door because you had that, oh. you had to do that to get the Dark Jedi. But there was like a force field that I never bothered hacking into because you. Uh, you have to do it with computer spikes, and I never have very many computer spikes. And no I, one has many computer spikes. I never have anyone in my party who's good at computers. The only person, the only people who play this game that have a lot of computer spikes are those that spend every credit they've got on computer spikes at the vendors. Um, yeah, I, I just a random tidbit. I'm running with Karth and Candorous. It's kind of my go-to party just because they are the most combat proficient. Oh, really? you don't have a full Jedi party? I do not. I usually go with a full Jedi party, but I in my current playthrough, I'm going with the party members that I know are going to have story significance on the planet. So, like, I'm currently on Kashyyyk, so I've I took Mission and uh, Zalbar. Mm. Uh, Those of you who don't know, that's uh, the Wookiee and his. Twilight friend. They're Twilight, basically right? yeah. they're basically Han and Chewie, but old Republic versions. Yeah, basically. Um, the voice actress for Mission is the voice actress for Padme in the Clone Wars. Hmm. Um. Anyway, I'm pulling her. Uh, I think that's all I've got for this week in Kotor. This is going to come out to two pretty long episodes, which I'm pretty excited for. Well, yeah, uh, me too. All right, guys. I think that's all we have for this week. Uh, we will. Be back next week with a part three of the Beginner's Guide with Brandon. Uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, my for sure. It was my pleasure, man. Did you uh, 
learn anything? Absolutely not. I uh, God. zoned <laughs> out slept, the whole time. Slept right through it, just like uh, the movies. Uh, I said amen after we finished. You know, it's just one of those things where uh, you just act like bases. you're praying. And, <laughs> amen. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's time to eat. Um, All right. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, that'll be it. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. We'll see you. Adios. I say adios. Well, I just said it this no, time. No, but that's my thing. Adios, uh, guys. Dang it. Uh, aloha. <laughs> <laughs>